Sure. Paul Giamatti in a linen suit with a milk mustache writhing around on a chaiselong <laughs> clutching his testicles is a perfect metaphor for the viewing experience of this movie. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the ADC Horror Cast. This is the Creative Town Podcast brought to you by us over at ADCHorror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. And man does not listen very well, Jack. Sitting <laughs> so next to Jake is someone else who thinks there's no such thing as creatures. It's Mark. Hello, Jackson. Woof. For Why? those of you unfamiliar with our Crackjack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. And this week, we watched 2006's Lady in the Water, which, oh boy, uh, was a pick from Patreon member Leslie. Leslie, I guess, thanks. For, for picking that, but thank no. you genuinely for the support. That part. Um, yeah, that part for sure, but man, you did something to us. Um, and hey, we do have a Patreon going, and like Leslie, you could sign up at the show and pick a movie for us to watch, even a terrible one like Lady in the Water. Uh, rating spoilers, I suppose. Uh, but we are not where your money should be going right now, so as it has been for like coming up on two years now, all of our Patreon proceeds are going to Feeding America. So get over to patreon.com slash Horse. Support the show at your level of choosing. Get some benefits for your troubles. And know your money's going somewhere better than our dumb asses. And if you don't want to do that or can't swing it right now, no worries. We just appreciate you being here and hanging out with us. But do do something you can for someone who needs it. Blacklivesmatters.card.co remains a good list of ways you can help fight systemic racial injustice. And if you need a little escapism, hopefully you can have some fun in the horror question mark world with us for at least the next little bit. So boys on that score, let's do beers for fears. Hey, Jake. Hi. What are your beers for the 2006 Probably not horror, arguably not a movie, movie, Lady in the Water. Um, arguably so not a movie is I, a hot take. <laughs> I, have, I have two, and I, I don't know which one. I, I got one, but I'm thinking now I, I'm going to say I have two. I have two. You actually have both beers with you? Oh, yeah, they're here. Okay. And I then don't know which game. one I, I want to be my, my beer for the movie, so I'm just going to talk through them really quickly. One is by Cigar City Brewing. This is called Fancy Papers. And it was, frankly, a bit of a, a rush job where I, I tried to tie it into the fact that he's looking for writers and going around for a substantial part of the movie asking what they'd written lately. Uh, but I might just apply this Sierra Nevada Celebration Fresh Hop IPA because it's December, and that's about as much of a tie-in as I need. We're about to talk <laughs> HRR because... Honestly, that might be more on uh, topic than the movie is to the particular genre of film Fair enough. we cover. Undermining the format. I like it. I like it. Yeah, Well, exactly. I did try to go as on point as possible. Luckily, um, I had one I think works pretty well from local brewery here. This is, again, from Beer Lab HI, which is like a cool little microbrewery here on Oahu. Beer Lab uh, I- High. Beer Lab High, yes. Uh, mm. I am drinking a Mo'o, which is a red, hazy IPA. Although that doesn't neither, look red at all. Neither red nor hazy, um, which is interesting. <laughs> uh, but I got a growler of it. Uh, Mo'o is the Polynesian or Hawaiian word for like water spirits, nymphs, naiads, mermaids, etc. They take various forms. I'm Jack. I live somewhere with water. I'm yep. going to trust you on this, but also, listener, do your due diligence and make sure that Jack yeah, isn't I don't, honestly, totally making I up don't for a, a really... Shit. Actually, I have to post <laughs> the polls. I'll look it up. <laughs> Mo'o. Yeah, I, whatever. I mean, she's specifically not a Mo'o. She's a Narf. Okay, they totally translate oh, to different things. God. We'll talk about it. Narf. Jesus Christ. Can, Mark! Can you find a beer that has to do with scrunts, Mark? <laughs> Mark, what about you? Are you drinking, you're drinking scrunt? 
I- Scrunt Ale. <laughs> Scrunt IPA. Um, no, I actually went with the Eagle, which they also have a name for that I didn't write down. But I thought it was just an Eagle. I, no, because it's like No, eagle, it's something the, so stupid. The huh. Eaglet or something. I, I don't know. There's a T on it. It was the there. most normal thing. Yeah. Uh, I am drinking a Skies of Wonder by Fort George Brewery. Great beer. Uh, because, well, I mean, A, there's a lot of- Because it was in your fridge? There's a lot of- No. Oh. There's a lot of wonder, like, sewn into this thing. Like, if I had to ascribe a- Is wonder an emotion? Yeah, sure. If I had to ascribe an emotion they were, like, trying to go for, it was, like, hope, emotion, or hope, wonder, and, uh, I don't know. Wonder's one of them, though. Fantasy, I guess, is the other one, right? Okay, a lot like that train TikTok channel, then. A lot Jesus like that Christ, TikTok Jake. channel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, good. Skies of Wonder is a thing that, yeah. you know, it's full of wonder, and the eagle comes from the skies. I fucking nailed it. You guys get off my back. Mark, it's called a great eelton, is what the eagle in this movie is Eel? called. Eel? Eelton? Like a E-A-L-T- eel? How's it spelled? E-A-L-T-O-N. Yeah. The Elton. <laughs> Damn it. Eelton John. Why is there not an Elton John crossover band that focuses on covering the Lady in the Water original soundtrack? Somehow? You got to create things, Mark. That might be the most niche specific <laughs> thing you've suggested on this podcast, and that is saying something. <laughs> All right. We, it would ha- it would find at least a dozen listeners. Be the change you want to see in, in this world or whatever yeah. they say. Now, boys, ordinarily on the podcast, this is where we talk about what else has been rocking our horror worlds, but as we record this, it's almost halfway through December. So if this is going to come out in 2021 at all, we need to talk about what else are the the horror release roundup or HRR. You can go over to the website, a-zhorror.com. And uh, and check out all the movies we were able to find coming out, and a little blurb about each of them. But here on the podcast, we're just going to talk about a top one, a bottom one, and dark horse pick. Mark, what's your dark Hello. horse pick? Oh goodness! You always go to me, and you always go to the one that we don't write down. That's so false. I, have to... I just do it about half the time. Um, That's go... still more than it would be. There's three of us. Well, I rarely go to myself because you guys make fun of me when I throw to myself. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the advent calendar, which is. A shutter, I think it's a shutter exclusive. Um, and you know, this time of year it's it's appropriately themed. Uh, my top one is also going to be Christmas themed. Uh, but this is about a lady who gets a like somehow gets an I don't know how advent calendars normally work in olden times, but she gets all the a advent great calendars prop. I have ever gotten in my life. You could only, they were a one use thing. <laughs> great prop yeah. though. Yeah. It's a great prop. It is a great prop. Apparently this one's a rechargeable advent calendar, and instead of getting pieces of chocolate or pictures of art or little like wisdom sayings or whatever it is that you get in your Does advent calendar. Get she gets like monstrous goals that she has to do to her neighbors and friends <laughs> in order to not die in December or something like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll just spoil. This was my top one for the month. This is not a, let's say this isn't okay. a particularly strong month. I no, was confused. No, it is not. Yeah, I was confused when Mark said that this was his dark horse because this is also my dark horse. Jack just pointed out this isn't the deepest bench we've ever seen <laughs> from a month. But I, I was confused because I, I knew someone had given it the top one. I didn't think it was Jack. I thought it was you. Oh. Makes sense. We both gave it a dark horse. The only thing I have to add to this, and then Jack can talk more about it because I definitely usurped his position there, is that... Uh, this is a little bit like caveat to me that came out earlier in the year yeah, in the sense that actually, I feel like they could have like just caveat. started with the prop and then built Worked around backwards. that, and that's good enough for me. Like, I also think that uh, the bunny from the other movie yeah. and the guy, the like the weird dummy thing that pops up from the advent yeah. calendar in this movie, yeah. uh, I think they came from the same like lineage of... Sure. They're going to tie it all together. <laughs> yeah, this is all one yeah. canon. Yeah, so <laughs> that's really all I have to say. I mean, 
it's the month of December. Might as well have a couple like this that look at least serviceable. Is this one being put out by Shutter, or am I wrong on that? Advent Calendar? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Shutter. Yeah, I, look, I'll probably watch it if that's the case. I have a base level of trust in what they put out. I know that you guys don't know why I think that because they put out some really weird shit from time to time. But oh at yeah, at least yeah, yeah. it'll be interesting. The Shutter's whole thing is like. The popular stuff they'll put out will be popular, but also they'll put out like eight movies in the background that are, that are wild. very confusing. Yeah, and I, I feel like this is one if I haven't opened Shutter in the last couple weeks, but it would it's out by now, listener. It'd it probably is. be on the front page. It's not one of the back catalog things. Correct. Okay, great. I'll watch <laughs> it this month, most likely. Okay. I need to watch at least one Christmassy december horror movie. Well, can I interest you in Black Christmas from 2019 or whatever movie or whatever Absolutely year it was? Absolutely not. Starring Carrie Elwes? No. Oh. Okay. Fine. Why would I want to watch that? Is that is that your go-to recommendation? No, but that's well, the only Black Christmas I haven't seen at this point. And oh. It has been at the top of my Christmas watch list. I'd rather watch the original again, I think. <laughs> okay. I <laughs> picked a different movie as my Dark Horse. I picked uh, Ashura. Ashura. <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure. This is a, a foreign horror movie. I don't even really know its country of origin. How is uh, it but Portuguese? Is this one Portuguese? Don't I don't know. Don't because I also that. wasn't sure if it refers to, if it's just a different spelling of Ashura, like the, the um, Islamic oh. holiday. But I, it's so right, I don't it's, know. It's right in the synopsis. It's Moroccan. Moroccan. Okay, yeah. Oh, so that's, that's very close to Portugal. Um, either way, this is like a what folkloric looks like foreign horror movie. Th- this was a really well made trailer. Is mostly why I'm putting it in Dark Horse. It looks pretty awesome, uh, mm-hmm. creepy, spooky, good, good creaturey. I don't know. I'm hopeful. Yeah, I know nothing about this particular monster. But yeah, it's whatever. it's a good it's a good Dark Horse pick. Sure. Just reading the synopses that are available of it, I don't think this has anything to do with Ashura, the uh, Islamic holiday. So I think it's just a. But it's Moroccan like a boogeyman legend. type monster, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Does it have anything to do with Asura from Asura's Wrath, the video game, which may or may not have been based on a Buddhist text? I, uh, I guess no. I'm going to go with no. Probably not. No. I have okay. no. I've never heard of that. Just um, checking. But looks very cool. Um, I'm on board for this. Um, I'll probably see it. I'm excited. Looks looks okay. But might just be a really well-made trailer. That's why it's a Dark Horse pick. Let's go south. Let's go to the bottom ones. Mark, what's your bottom one pick? One of those months where the line becomes very blurry between where you're picking on like a little kid who's just trying to make a movie for the first time and an actual studio that's failing failing to do it correctly. Uh, My pick was uh, Red Pill. Yep. So this is an interesting one because I think in the past I've defended the subgenre of political violence, I guess, like red versus blue, liberal versus conservative type thing that we've seen a huge uptick of. Um, but the thing about this movie is it's coming out at the end of 2021, yeah. set before the 2020 election. It is a relative. I mean, it's a micro budget movie and to its credit, it has gotten a bunch of awards. I'm just very confused about the timing of it and where this would fit in vis-a-vis all of the other string of movies that we've gotten that's almost in this exact same subgenre from the last year. So, okay. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, I it have very little bad. else to I don't say about these. It. It's this is this particular type of thing is not what I want to watch. Notably, it's also not the only one coming out this month that deals, I would say, more widely with that general thing, American Refugee, 
is coming out this month. Uh, it's also fuck everything's come out by the time we're even recording this. Refugi. The thing that's interesting is I as I watch more and more of these, I'm like, I don't want to watch that. I don't need it in my life. I see enough of it day to day, and I keep saying that throughout the course of the year is that we talk about and look back on generations or eras of horror and like how. Like with all film, but I think horror does a really good job of kind of being that conduit for which you can throw, like, the societal fears of the time. Right. When we're 20 years down the road, hopefully all alive, looking back at this, <laughs> and America's still a functioning country. We're all country, dead, but we're still looking back at when it. We're there looking, is another side. When we're Welcome. looking back at this, I, I hope that the, this can be another addition to that, like, that was what was going on. It, and then it'd be more appetizing, but right, right now was, it's not that. We're that in the was middle the of this. that was the era where it started out being made with justifying people getting like pissed off at the people who are attacking them and murdering them, and then rolled into just people being dicks to each other as a subgenre. Yeah, like four, five to ten years. Yeah. Anyway, ah. I don't have much else to say about it. I hope I I just I hope to be able to look back and. A so is this also your bottom one, Jake? Happened. No, it's it's not. I just had a comment to make. Okay, what is your bottom one? Fuck if I know. Uh, it's hurt, <laughs> <laughs> dude. It's been so long since we wrote this. It's hurt. It's the Halloween one. So this is mostly because, like Mark said, we don't want to pick on like the objectively earlier catalog entries of of newer directors and things like that. Um, I also don't want to put too much blame on a movie that like didn't quite hit its window. There are a lot of things that are out of the probably not the control. like filmmaker's fault. For yeah, the most part. absolutely. But the thing is, like. In addition to it not being as interesting to me coming out in December, um, the trailer was really all over the place to me. Like, to me, watching this and then watching it again, it kind of just felt like they took a bunch of shots from the movie and smushed them together and like using a random generator. I didn't feel like there was anything holding them together and being a cohesive glue to tell me, this is what this movie's going to be about. Please watch me. It's also rough where you have one like this where the name is Hurt. So you're starting from a place of there's no chance I remember yeah. this. Okay, trailer, do me something to make me remember this. And then the trailer's like, yeah. nope, I refuse. Yeah. For the record, it's starting from a place where I have to, have to actively tell myself to not sing the Trent Reznor slash Johnny Cash song. Sure, yeah. yeah. So overall, overall, that mixed with bewilderment factor of the trailer itself, uh, not not for me. This one did have a mask that was okay. I kind of like that, like sure. creepy white cherub mask thing they had yeah. going on. Yeah, like was, I like I said, I mean, I was I, this is above a few that that I'm I'm not going to pick on, but it, yeah. it I, no, I have the least interest in watching it. Well, I'm a little worried I might have picked one that is one of those that I'm not eh, supposed to pick just on, but I chose it. it anyway. I picked Portal Runner. Um, oh, the Disney Channel original movie? Is this a Disney Channel original movie? It could be, No, right? but it really feels like uh, it is. Mark, you know, I'm about to blow your mind with what this looks like. I don't know if you actually read my write-up of this, but this is... I, well, I didn't because you wrote after I did, but before you say that, I hope <laughs> that you read my write-up because I'm pretty sure I evoked both Can of Worms and Boogeyman from Under the Bed. Don't look under the, the bed. Yes, you don't did. Don't look under the bed. But I'll tell you what the effects of this movie, what this movie is, and I think might have stolen the literal effects from like right out of 2004. This movie is Clock Stoppers. You remember Clock Stoppers? I, re- I don't think I watched it. I oh, remember it, no. but I don't think I ever watched it. Was okay. Clock? Wait, hold on. There's like three movies that all have the same title. Is Clock Stoppers? <laughs> You're not talking about the one with Nick Cannon when he finds a magical watch. That's I think that's Time Stoppers. I think so. I'm definitely not talking about a Nick Cannon movie. Okay, are you talking this... about the one that is? Uh, I think there's like a bunch of dwarves in it, like actual normal nope. dwarves, and it's nope. like set in a fantasy nope. setting. Nope. This is regular oh, okay. teens. 
or go ahead tweens. and go ahead. Yeah, just tell me what it was. Uh, <laughs> I, do the, I don't know. It's it's tweens that somehow I think his dad works for the NSA or something, and he gets a, I think he gets a watch that or some serum that allows him to move real fast, and then he has to save the world or something. It's clock stoppers, Mark. Was that a Disney movie? No, it was a. It's just of that movie. era. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, got it. But the effects. It might be, I mean, <clears throat> ju- judging by the font, I think it might be a Nickelodeon movie. It. It also has a lot of green. Now that I'm looking at it. There's a lot of green. It does not appear to have been produced uh, by, it was distributed by Paramount. I think it was just a standalone movie. It was a movie. Um, And it was real bad. And the effects on that look exactly on par with the effects from this movie. Only they're better in Clockstoppers. But obviously that was a big budget movie and this one isn't. I've already forgotten the title of the one I'm talking about. Now I'm second guessing whether or not the thing I'm thinking of that Nick Cannon was in is this. And it just doesn't have Nick Cannon in it. I'm sure that's not Almost certainly not. I mean, Nick Cannon was a huge star by then. When when did Drumline come out? Like 2003, right? Yeah, three, four, something like he that. He was definitely known by 2002 or whatever year this came out. Anyway, back to Portal Runner. I don't think this one comes across as so, being hold like, on, crazy pause, bad. Shut up. What? Don't, it don't is actually, it is Nickelodeon movies. I'm watching it is? the trailer. Yeah. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. Clock let's stoppers. go back to talking about clock Let's stoppers. do a podcast about clock stoppers <laughs> is what let's do. <laughs> let's not do that. <laughs> I have a, a whole list of other non-horror movies that I want to do a podcast on. Um. So I anyway. am 100% confident Clockstoppers is the movie I was talking about that I thought had Nick Cannon. Oh, in. but it doesn't? It does not. But Got it does it. have this. I was picturing that like weird yellow swatch watch thing that's in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Hell okay. yeah, dude. Well, um, cool. I also very confused. The other thing that threw me for this trailer was the big tagline is it runs in the family. Like it says Portal Runners and then he does something. And then it says it runs in the family. Sure. And I don't know if they're referring to the title character as an it because he is the Portal Runner. I don't. I don't know. Well, he's, to he, run portals. He's running between, uh, like family members, right? Like his. The thing is, he lands in a parallel dimension that has his family, oh, yeah, but kind of slightly different in it. But all so they're doing like so family thing. His family is a genetic mutation that allows him to run through portals. Maybe. Yeah, we're all definitely right. not going to dig into that. Yeah, right it now. is the gene. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're going for. It runs in the family, a gene. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a it's a mutation to the uh, YBRM one. Too much. <laughs> Too much. Do less. Do less. You can actually you can actually become a, a portal runner by uh, there's a CRISPR thing. They're they're making an mRNA <laughs> shot for it. Lambdaphages. They're using lambdaphages. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's. Uh, why don't Why don't we? Uh, anything else to talk about, or should we just go to the feature presentation? I well, mean, we haven't talked about a whole category. Jack yet, talked about his top, top one. one. Oh, the top ones. Uh, the top ones. Okay. Yeah. Let's do top ones. Advent calendar. I already did mine. Yay. Mark, <laughs> yeah, go. Um, I went with one of the other Christmassy themed ones, which is Silent Night. Um, interesting twist in the trailer where you're thinking sure. it's just like a weird like purge thing maybe or what's going on. And then turns out that they just have advanced warning of a use of a weapon of mass destruction. They're all going to die. So that, like a week in advance, they <laughs> instead of leaving, they plan to have a celebration with their friend, a Friendsgiving. They, they aren't blowing it out hard enough. And <laughs> it's true. It's kind of disappointing, to be and, honest. And then yeah, I guess there's a fog that turns you inside out like that Simpsons episode or something. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It seems kind of cool, though. Horror is my, my maybe. number. It's my top one. That's kind of yeah. what I like it. I think it's an interesting yeah. set, like a weird, I mean, unnecessary and contrived setup, but whatever. I'm willing to go there. Yeah. No, I like that. That's fair. Jake, how about you? Mine's really basic. I mean, I agree with Mark, for the record. I might have picked that, but we're trying to spread the love around a little bit. I went with Mother slash Android. I don't know exactly how you want to say this title. This is coming out on Hulu. And it's me just kind of briefly returning to my mantle of the zombie guy. You never left, buddy. You never left. I haven't talked about zombie movies in a long time. Uh, This is Androids, but this is a zombie movie. 
yeah. And it, I, it looks like nothing... I don't know. It, it's funny because I'm watching the trailer. It doesn't look like it's doing anything in particular that is that unique, but it looks interesting and good, and I am into the journey that it's proposing between two characters that I think she's expecting and they need to get to like Boston or something. It has a little bit of like, we have to go from here to there through the wilds that are overrun kind of like a lot of other stories that we've seen. It just looks well made to me. So she is Chloe Grace Moretz, right? Yes, correct. Uh, And I remember very little else because full disclosure, it's been like three weeks since I watched these trailers. Yeah. We're a little behind. We're a little behind. Okay. Things happen, buddy. Um, I'll tell you what I do like. I I agree with you. This trailer is awesome. And I like that. It seems like they're, at least the trailer did a very good job of being like, it's like a zombie movie, but they're androids. Don't fucking worry about it. Here we go. Hold on for their action. Yeah. They're just androids. I mean, it is a zombie (laughs) movie. They're just androids. I like, and again, like nothing it's doing is that novel. It just looks good. I love a couple uses in the trailer of, uh, it has like some suspenseful I'm hiding from the android and like it pops in and it's in the background kind of obscured by the way the camera's focused and it like looks over and they have these piercing Weird blue eyes. glow eyes. I'll, That's cool looking. It is cool. I'll tell you what you, I fucking hated about this trailer though. Oh, go that? ahead, Mark. Sorry. <laughs> Do you think that this is in the same like canonical universe as Terminator? No. But they use blue eyes in this part of the I hope not. Red. That's, I hope that's not. what I gave you the floor for, Mark. Unbelievable. It's a, ge- it's a <laughs> yeah. geographic distinction. <laughs> yeah. Oh. They have blue eyes over here, green eyes up there, red eyes. Uh, they're in L.A., right? West Coast. Are Did they? either of you boys happen to notice the sole, you know, like, um, production credit-wise, accolades, whatever, you know, awards that they put in trailers like this? This trailer had one, and do you remember what it was? <laughs> like a poll quote, you mean? Not a poll quote. Like I was in the TIFF International Film Festival. That, or like a, from, from the director of. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, no, I don't remember at all. This said, here we go, from a producer of The Batman. From a producer of a movie that doesn't come out for seven months. So that's, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> Good that's classic. Good accolade. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> I would have what? liked if they elaborated a little bit more. Uh, from The Batman, the Robert yeah. Pattinson one. <laughs> the one that... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Jesus. You know, you don't have to put anything like that in the trailer. You could just make a good trailer. I, I want to know who's enforcing the fig leaf thing, right? Like, why not just, like, make a bunch of fig leaves and put a bunch of bullshit in there? Well, totally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who's, uh, what, is Palm Door going to steal my, or sue me for trademark infringement? That's Maybe. what I'm, so when, when we inevitably make our, go through our midlife crises and make a horror movie and it's terrible, but the trailer at least will be pretty good. And it will have a bunch of those fig leaves that just say like super duper scary. A to Z horror award. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, is there anything else from this month that you guys care to mention? Fuck no. I, I'll say really briefly encounter, which came out on Amazon prime this month. Uh, very brief teaser trailer. Didn't let on a lot, but it looks like it's well-made and it has Riz Ahmed in it. Who was in sound of metal last year. He's a good actor. That's enough to pique my interest a little bit. I'll probably see how it's received and then maybe make a decision based on that. The thing about it's on Amazon Prime and somehow they never stick. Has sure. anyone ever watched a full show on Amazon Prime? Is I mean, it a Patreon show or is it a movie? Wait, is it Patreon? a show? No, this this one's a movie. But oh, I was going to be like, never mind. I'm not going like, to watch it. There's so many. I, well, I, I guess I couldn't really speak to what the biggest like Amazon Prime originals are. But at least the, the I mean, Tomorrow I War, I think, is their biggest movie. 
Oh yeah, that's probably what yeah. It's kind of funny. Vehicle. They just they aren't producing that original content. That well, I guess they like, do. The they thing do. Is, I've always ton. I've watched them and Not, they're usually like fine to good. They're like the USA network of no. They of, they also have a ton services. of prestige shows that they don't like push or advertise. Like I, Patriot was like an artistic prestige show that they just never fucking advertised or mentioned. Or there was like Upgrade. Look, I think was the one. I think from we're Mike talking Judge. more. We're talking more about genre stuff because like. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is on Amazon, and yeah, they push that, that one shit. huge. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. But Maisel's like, the one they doing. have. They. Ha- I agree with Mark's point, though. Like, at least in terms of like genre film or content, they haven't done a lot that has stuck. Maybe it's good. I haven't stuck. seen it. They've done a lot. I mean, yeah, they've done a lot. It's I just haven't like, seen for it for whatever reason. Name Amazon one. Prime, name one that you've watched and you were like, hell yeah. Wasn't wasn't them. Uh, Amazon Prime. Which I'm one trying to remember them? how I watched it. That's the like black people in the 1950s move into. A oh white yeah, that is. I didn't watch it. I, I yeah, them? I watched that whole thing. It was pretty good. That's a show. That is a show. Yeah, fuck that. But that's a genre. That's no, I agree. Hard, I agree. Fine, whatever. We shouldn't have done this. Let's go to the feature presentation. <laughs> Yay! Good energy. <laughs> Over at ADCHorror.com this week, we watched 2006's The Lady in the Water, which was a pick from Patreon member Leslie. I'm, I suppose I'm grateful for your support, but goddamn it, I, Leslie. I don't even have the energy. <laughs> so first of all, is there a The Lady in the Water? Or are you doing the The thing again? I honestly don't know. If it is, okay, it is just Lady in the Water. Okay. That's the most important thing we're going to talk about with regard to this movie, <laughs> this whole podcast. Let's go um, to ratings. <laughs> I, Honestly, yeah. yes. Boys, have you seen this movie before? Yeah, I yeah think one we time. all a bunch of times. I yep. think I've well, I think okay. in our in our numerous M Night Shyamalan episodes, I think I've talked about Lady in the Water in all of them as something that gets a bad rap. So we had the privilege. <laughs> yeah, you have said mark. that before, Mark. Yeah. Are you yeah, gonna yeah, defend yeah. that position? <laughs> Actually, yeah, you go first, then I want to jump in. You you say what you need to say first, then I'm gonna jump in. Well, I mean, we have a whole episode for me to to do this. I okay, guess. then can I jump in really quickly? Yes. I'm just wanna I just wanna point <laughs> out that permission. In the mission granted. In response to the question, have you seen this before? Us, our age, we had the privilege question mark of growing up like kind of through the height of Shyamalan's powers and right smack dab in the decline. (laughs) So like we were hitting our junior high and high school years when stuff like the village and then Lady in the Water were coming out, and that was a tough pill to swallow after we were I think everyone loved the content that came out before that. It, yeah, it was such a peak, right? The, yeah. The Sixth Sense, Signs, and Unbreakable. He was at the all height of his powers. huge and all great, and we loved yeah. those. And then The Village comes out, and it's like, this and doesn't like, seem as good, okay. but maybe we're giving him the benefit <laughs> of the doubt because he's an auteur. <laughs> Excuse me, now. And yeah. uh, then this came out, and I think this was it. <laughs> it would be a more <laughs> and interesting... Devil, and then, yeah. Well, Devil, it wasn't directed by him. No, he did, but yeah. he like produced, produced it. it. This and would be a more interesting discussion in terms of like... And I don't know enough. I'm just saying, if we had known more, um, he was probably producing, cre- writing, directing, cre- creating the movie he wanted to make. And oh, yeah. he had you, been you, really firmly Jake? placed into, <laughs> "Hey, you're making movies that we're going to market as being scary," <laughs> when that was never the intention, right? I suppose, but I, it has to be, dude. Please, it has to be. What genre could this possibly have been fantasy. intended to be? Fantasy, yeah, fantasy, okay, fantasy drama. Like it's just a, it's just kind of a like barely dark fairy tale set in the real world like that's all it is so was pan's labyrinth and that fucking rules well that was good this isn't there are other <laughs> issues here i'm just saying but I, I like that you said like he he 
you you think he got to make the movie he wanted to with this? You mean the one where he plays a starring character that's essentially Jesus who saves the world through books? Uh huh. That you that's think what I mean. <laughs> His fancy papers. <laughs> the cookbook. They really Jesus inspire skies Christ. of wonder. Oh, oh my, my God. <laughs> okay, so do we have any? What subgenres of horror does this fit into? Not. No. We have a fa- not? I mean, fantasy. Fantasy. Yeah. But it's we not I mean, horror. It's, so let's clear it. Let's clear this up. If we need to any further, this is not a horror movie, and I would say this is not even horrorish. I would say that this wow. is the least horror movie we have ever reviewed on this podcast. I don't. I agree with that. Defend. Show your work. What? It's, what is less? Again, horror than I this? think it's arguably uh, not a movie. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what is less horror than this that we've reviewed? I would definitely put the weird topless lady dancing movie that was picked by Patron Laura. Oh, so, no, okay, we're still keep Orgy of the Dead. That was more horror. <laughs> that was that more, had more horror. horror elements than this. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was more. Set in a it horror was, universe. It was set but... in a horror universe, and it was horrifying in a certain way. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what a hate crime is. Well, I hated it. <laughs> Mark, I'll give you the length, the whole episode. You can strum through our back catalog while you're looking at it and find one that fits less. Find one. That was that was my only hope. Was the oh god no? This is it's it's better American horror. movie, right? Ooh, American movie. Ooh. Hey, note of, so we've talked about two Larry picks and, <laughs> and one Leslie pick. All Patreon members. Yeah. Apart Fuck, from that, the next time they're going to pick Ballad of Buster Scruggs, aren't they? <laughs> oh, well, shit. Yeah, there's going to be one person who gives it a 10 as a horror movie. I, hot take, Ballad of Buster Scruggs <laughs> is more horror than this. I fully agree with that. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, oh it, it it actually, that's not even a hot take. It just is. Certain Fuck segments. It. I mean, the, the actual, the, the titular segment is I not think horror. We, I think we have to do that one as a Pat Cast A person episode. in this Weems movie likely. is mauled to death in a dark hallway by a wolf made of grass. Much worse things happen <laughs> in, in, Pan, in Pan's Labyrinth, Jesus Christ. In, in the Ballad of Buster's Scruggs. Yeah, that movie gonna, is horrifying. Okay, that's going to be the next movie Pat Cast that we Hell, do. He announces it. That's nice, because I still haven't seen it. So we'll do like a whole thing of, I've seen it once, and Jack's seen it 200 A billion times, and I can kind of play the middle ground, because yeah. that'll be like my third viewing. <laughs> the, yeah. The I'm trying to figure out if I've four. seen that movie a hundred times or not. Almost certainly not. Probably like fifty. That's still so <laughs> many. Okay, close. we gotta get back on track. Jack, help. <laughs> okay, we've talked about what in the fuck subgenres it fits into, boys. That means, uh, oh, we skipped a segment. You skipped a segment, you asshole. We have to do Me? a thirty-second plot synopsis. <laughs> Patreon oh, member Leslie, I understand, has sent us in an audio file. So she why does. don't we just uh, pop a quick listen on that? And good fucking, at least she had the courage. <laughs> To uh, do the thirty-second plot synopsis for this nightmare, um, I could, I, I would have, were I her, and I picked this movie, I would have backed out of doing the thirty-second plot synopsis. Are you wait? So, are you saying I'm kind of surprised by this take because that means that this, you think this plot is very complex and hard to summarize? Let's I mean, it, the th- there is the almost no listen plot. To the thing first. Okay, let's listen to the thing. <laughs> Paul Giamatti is a doctor whose family died in a tragic accident, and so he's locked himself away being the manager of this small apartment complex. He's gotten to know a lot of the residents, and some strange things happen when people are in the pool late. He finds a woman and finds out that she is the main protagonist to this fairy tale land that causes her to uh, be killed by wolves and other strange creatures unless he can assemble all of the troops and... He finds that the people of the apartment complex can actually help her to go home. Well, I mean, yeah, okay. She kind of got a little tight towards the end there, but we've all done that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, a lot of time on the Giamatti background, which who doesn't? Yeah, I was going to say, sure. I think it is the most the noteworthy part of this than, movie. Than the Mr. Heap's backstory than the yeah, movie did. For sure. Cleveland Heap is a good name, and that's the best thing this movie does. <laughs> We're not there yet. Oh, Wait, shit. 
Well, uh, well honestly, yeah. We're and there. then we also okay. already did what in the fuck subgenres of horror it is. What's this it movie do you write? Uh, <sighs> Paul Giamatti rules and Cleveland yes, Heap is a you. good name. The Yeah, the first thing I wanted to touch on is that Paul Giamatti does a fantastic job. He's such a fun actor. He's he good. is a very fun actor. He's and not many him, movies that I like watch, though. Have you seen Shoot 'em Up? Yeah. That's a good movie. How many other movies is he in that I should have seen? Sideways? You, Sideways is very have, good. You would I've like, Jake, Sideways. I actually think you'd really like Sideways. Oh, but that, that the way you said that means it's like a rom-com. It is, no, no. I, I mean, it's people see it as like a drama, but I genuinely think you'd really enjoy it for the comedy that it is. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's good. Uh, this I don't think this is a hot take. I also think that the Shyamalan's good director. Yes, the, the direction he, on this he, film. He has there the capability is, to be a good director. I yes. have no issue with the direction of this film. I think it is well directed. The issues are literally everything else, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, before we move he off, just Paul never Giamatti. write a movie ever. <laughs> yeah, direct it and then like sort of produce it so he can and not have any hand in how it's in cut a way. But then, yeah, do not do. You're not allowed to touch the script. I should I should get this out of the way up front, boys. My lovely I made my lovely wife watch this movie with me. Okay, I was wondering what direction we were going to go. That we watched this movie and it was immediately so boring that she says, "I'm not <laughs> watching this movie unless we're playing a drinking game." So we started taking shots. Yeah. First, every time they said scrunt or narf, yeah. credulously. That's and too after many four shots, shots we had to change the drinking game. So then the I also game, the would, oh lord, what have we gotten peek, ourselves peek into? Behind the curtain, I believe Jack sent this text about them doing this to us like yesterday morning our time, which means it was early morning. Your no, time. no, I sent you. I sent you the morning. Uh, I sent yeah, you. He the, said after the what the have hangover. I done to myself text. Uh, yeah, the not, damn it, that's M. Less Knight cool. and Leslie killed me. You should have um, never told me this. We started playing a game where we were betting like household favors as to who could go the longest without demanding another shot before they got too bored. So that's the game we were playing for the rest of the movie. We just held out as long as we could, but when you got too bored, you had to request a shot, and then you owed the other person a household favor. How, so what did you end up having to do? <laughs> What's that? What uh, so over the course of the movie, the shots kept were gradually getting smaller and smaller, but we did about 10 of them over the course of I the movie. Just, right, so I'm assuming you like wrote these down somewhere. How many, how many rounds of dishes do you have to do or whatever? Oh, uh, I was down two household favors. Two. Okay. Do you know yeah, what they, they are? We, we decided they canceled each other out. Like so what she level? Needed one that would like you know it wouldn't be like three to two or whatever. It just what be, level are the favors? Like dog walking, how okay, dishes? So it's like sub like clean. sub fifteen minute task. Well, we don't have a dishwasher here, so dishes can get rough. Yeah, I'm just trying to gauge like how I would have handled that. I yeah, it was it was an interesting dilemma. But anyway, I so I was very drunk through a decent <laughs> amount of this movie. That's a good uh, strategy. You fall asleep, you can't ask for a shot. But exactly. I'll tell you this much: before we move, on, I just wanted to get that out of the way. I was very drunk for the latter parts of this movie. Um, sure, Paul Giamatti in a linen suit with a milk mustache, writhing around on a chaise long, <laughs> clutching his testicles, is a perfect metaphor for the viewing experience of this movie. <laughs> Say more. That's how I felt watching most when of the When you like, throw around the word perfect with regard something, to that, something me, vi, is, that picture. He's got the milk mustache, so it's like vaguely whimsical as sure. this movie. Okay, tends yeah, I need to be. each component piece to be it's ascribed like Paul, ascribed an Paul Giamatti, of. like, you know, there's some gravitas to the movie. Okay. Linen suit, like it's a kind of stylish I, but bold choice. And then writhing around on a chaiselong, grabbing his testicles. It's extremely painful. It's a perfect metaphor for the viewing experience of this movie. Yeah, but at least he's on the. At least he's lounging. He's not like on the whole cold hard ground. <laughs> yeah, he falls off. I think. Ah, yeah. <laughs> um. Huh. Interesting. 
Uh, Is that that's... something it does right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> it does nothing else right, right? Um, no, there's one other part of trying to How do you find... have this much to say? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, that's this disappointing. Movie... Also, M. Night Shyamalan, I, if that was, I don't think that was intentional as a metaphor for the viewing experience of this movie, but I'm taking it as intentional, so he did a good job there. There's one other, I think it was supposed to be a joke, but as bad as the movie is, it comes across as just he's aware of how bad the movie was, where one of the characters, uh, I think the, the Rumpel da- Rumpel, uh, Russell Dalrymple character from Rumpel Seinfeld, Stiltskin. The, the, the critique, or the... the crit- critic um talks about how having a stroke yes talks about how the there is seemingly irrelevant and tedious dialogue that seems to regurgitate forever there is there that that whole you fucking nailed the writing of this movie dude yeah that scene in particular of him doing his fourth wall breakage stuff was definitely written to be making fun of the movie itself that was that was Shyamalan's attempt to to potentially like humanize his work i guess when he wasn't deifying himself i don't know the, yeah. the flip side of that I, i'm not deifying sure I'm, I'm, deifying. Not sure, I'm, yeah, not right. sure I'm not sure i'm willing to go i don't know to that amount of benefit of the doubt here because i would 100 percent believe that m knight wrote that down and was like fucking got him yeah this is this such a funny him. joke because of how well this movie is written <laughs> yeah exactly oh fine <laughs> you think there's a chance that that's real i think oh the guy cast himself a as, as a martyr as author jesus <laughs> <laughs> yeah fuck dude i want to go to what the movie does wrong well, okay that's all those were the only two things i had and does right uh bryce dallas howard is pretty and she doesn't wear pants throughout the entirety of this thing so that's good. yeah and no one comments on it no one comments on the pantsless chick Nope. Or attempts to put pants on her. Well, and the only solution uh, they can get is Paul Giamatti send, send the other woman character to talk to her in the shower as a relay so that people Paul, aren't just ogling the whole time. She needs to be is wet, Is that though. why? I couldn't figure out why she couldn't talk to Paul Giamatti and they had to use a translator. I didn't get that part either. I, I, the shower well. component was that she needed to stay wet enough, I guess. I don't fucking it's know. It's like Splash. Yeah, that's it's like, like Splash. Splash. Exactly. I get that. Yeah, I got that. I, just, I would so but much But I didn't understand why she couldn't talk directly to Paul Giamatti. Uh, it's a modesty thing, I guess. But he was talking. He's talking to her naked throughout the whole rest of the yeah, movie. Yeah, it was like before and, and after. No one commented on it. Before and after uh, that, they talked Mark, a lot. But then they couldn't. Paul Giamatti talks about it every time he talks to her. He says, "Would you put something on? Would you throw something on?" He tries to get her to cover up every time he talks. Please to her. wear pants. <laughs> yeah, he does mention that a couple times. You're right. But also, he's walking around with a completely pantsless chick, and this is this is a. There's a high variability in the number of people that live in this apartment complex. Oh my god! Sometimes it's, it seems small, <laughs> it's, and sometimes it seems like 500 units. Yeah, but at least it's at least like you can see it in one shot. There's at least like I don't know 30 or 40 units in this building. So there's a lot of people, and he's walking around with a completely pantsless chick, and no one's like, ah, look at that. I mean, the only time <laughs> is that there is comment about how it's like he's a player. Yeah, but that's just because she keeps sleeping in his apartment, not because does they 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 don't not mention it. About. They don't not mention it ever. Okay, fair. He, I missed that. I apologize. No one else mentions it. Just Paul Giamatti mentions yeah. it every time. So um, I guess technically, before we have to move on, we have okay. to move on. This movie made money. I suppose it did. It cost seventy million, and it box office seventy two point eight. I mean, I would say, having lived through it, I think that M Night Shyamalan like earned his his road through this, and people were going to go to whatever movie he yeah. put out. Yeah, and I was then, too. And then. <laughs> 
Avatar: The Last Airbender happened, and that was the last straw. And people were like, "Nope, he's actually." He had bad a at lot this. of he had a lot of straws on the way down. It was, yeah, like, it was. I'm saying the the trajectory was the village. Oh, maybe who knows? He's an auteur. Yeah. Lady in the water. Maybe he sucks. Maybe he was never good. And then the happening, and it's like, oh, what the fuck? That, and to then me, that Avatar: one had The Last Airbender. Let's drum this guy straw. out of uh, Hollywood, and he was drummed out for a couple of years. And they came back with a visit, which is actually pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, except for yeah, the kid like rapping. I don't favorite. like the kid rapping in the visit. Well, <clears throat> someone's got to rap. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> None of okay. movies. Can we move on? This movie <laughs> doesn't do anything middle. No, it, it doesn't. I'm not done with right. Yet. Oh, oh my god, god, damn it! But it also doesn't do anything middle, so we know we can teleport past that. Um, <laughs> so. If we're talking about what this movie does right, and I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt, and I'm tapping into the things that I liked about this in high school, was... You, it, there were things you liked about it in high school? Huh? There were things you liked about it in high school? He's defended this movie for years, Jake. I, but I thought it was a joke. This, like, look at him. I thought I, <laughs> I feel like I'm being attacked. I you thought kind your of are. existence was a joke up until now. Well, no, I thought your bit was a joke. No, I you, do, you have other I bits jet, like So this. I saw Lady in the Water in the movie theaters, and I liked it. I brought... I think we own the DVD? Maybe. Was Jesus. this a date? Was this a date viewing? Hold on, this is an no, important question. No, this was question. just a, the friendship outing. Was this formative in any way? Was no. it formative? I mean, I remember seeing it. Okay, then it wasn't formative. You're asking if I had like deep emotional. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I, I'm trying to movie? grasp at straws here for how this could be. Whatever, just tell your fucking story, Mark. I don't and then care. my mom really liked it. I watched it with my mom. She also liked it. There so it I is. A, I There's did have, the... like an emotional connection Boom. to a part of my life with this movie. That's all I'm trying to dig out. Okay. And you're well, like scoffing at the fact that I could be as. Fuck this. It was a very strange question. Uh, and I think Jack's tapped that... out. Look at him. He needs a shot because he's I, so bored. I think. <laughs> Are we doing shots? <laughs> I think the thing that this does is <clears throat> appeal to that sense of like fan, like deeper meaning. You know how that? I mean, it's a constant theme in a lot of movies and and like the power of myth and all that Joseph Campbell stuff. But like, you find that you have a destiny that is greater than what you knew you had. And most of these, I mean, like Mr. Heap, the main character of the movie, is pulling out of this like depression thing where he's hiding from the world as patron Leslie. So beautifully summarized <laughs> for 25 <laughs> seconds. Um, <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's the kind of, that's the kind of emotion that you get out of this storyline that can really hit certain people very hard. Like me in high school, where even though you have a relatively mundane life, you end up, you know, a mermaid stumbles, a, a Madame Narf stumbles into your Thank cottage. You. A mo'o. <laughs> and so, now you and your closest friends in this apartment complex become essentially superheroes. This was, okay. Wait, this was why? The Avengers. I don't understand why. This was the Avengers before the Avengers were a thing. These are no, the original Avengers. This is just, he wanted to do more Unbreakable. <laughs> kind of. Uh, yeah, I mean, that that is true, where he, like being a superhero finds you. Yeah. How many he has made a lot of movies about about that. that. <laughs> yeah. He likes that. Okay. I mean that's kind of what it's like. I mean even to a, whatever, we don't have to go into this. That's kind of present in I think maybe all of his movies to a degree. I'd have to take a moment to Definitely we'll, in we'll signs. Do, we'll think do about it signs. Definitely in signs. It's unpacking M night. <laughs> yeah. Coming to a patron cast near It's in you. signs in Sixth Sense and it's good ones, but not it, it's not like this. I want to ask you specifically what you mean by it's not this well did you watch the movie it's oh, not no. good it's okay. not well done in this yeah yeah it, this one is the cast iron skillet okay. just kind of flailing we're, around we're in Lastly. does wrong now oh 
because of the fantastical element. Like, I think the breadth of characters they have is well executed, where you have, like, these weird, exaggerated humanity archetypes that weirdly fit well into this exceptionally poorly torn. The protector. Told what, fairy tale. What archetype is fit by the guy who only works out the left the half protector. of his body? The protector. The protector. Oh, why, why? 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 He'd be a better protector if he worked out the other fucking half. <laughs> if his spine weren't wrenched yeah, to one that's, side. Yeah, that's, that's, how, that's how weak this fucking fantasy realm is. It only takes a dude who works out one half of his body to protect against it. It's a psychic thing, man. He never even uses his arm to prevent the scrunch attack at all he just makes icon okay 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 now we're going to does wrong and here's what i want to know i know that patreon member leslie did a 30 second plot synopsis i still don't think i understand the fucking okay bryce dallas (laughs) howard is a narf okay (laughs) she lives in the pool in a world where the there's a portal no she no she's trying to get home via the pool yes the pool is her portal home well, no, it not potentially quite. could be, but Paul Giamatti How? goes in there, and it's just a cave that she dug under she, the pool. How does she end up in the pool? Is she's she going in the, home? She has to stay wet-ish. <laughs> so with, she's just a woman in the fucking pool. Yeah, with, with she's a lady in water. the water, if you will, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where is she going from or to when she ends up stuck in the pool? Unclear. Okay. Yeah. It's a good start. It's a good start. <laughs> then. She needs three people, a, a protector, a cleric, and a mage. Well, I don't no, know. There's, also, there's, there's a group of people, too, whatever the, the fuck they're called. The guild, she need, yeah. She and needs people King. that all live in this. They all live in the apartment <laughs> complex because something. To help her get back home. She needs to get back home, right? That's yeah. what we're trying to do. Jack, the plot of this movie is in the fur. It's that animated part at the start. That's another thing the movie does wrong. We'll get there. <laughs> uh-huh. She can't her, get her home. Her mission. She, she can't get home. It. Via the pool, because a wolf made of grass called a scrunt, who never goes into the pool, is going to attack her away from the pool. Yeah. (laughs) Unless you can get the wolf in the hands of the apes that live in the trees. This is what I'm saying. They're made of vines. There's this. The the, the Tartutic, (laughs) which are sparkle monkeys that fight the wolves, but only sometimes is when they fight the wolves. They can only three to one the wolves. Even okay. though they're extremely so they, scary. They had to find a third monkey. Then the then but you they're not <laughs> then you also need the people that are helping, the narf. And when all their powers combined, Captain Planet lets her get <laughs> into the hole in the pool and go home, and then the world is saved. And then M. Night Shyamalan no, 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 saves no, no, no. the It has nothing to do world. with our world. No, it does. It has everything. M. Night Shyamalan saves what? our world. This is no. Buck, tell me what what happens then. Where is she going to? How does the world nothing? Get I saved? thought it was just some interdimensionality thing. I don't know. I thought it was like some other realm, and we were just helping. I can't. Did you even watch this movie? I, I mean, Mark. <laughs> uh, for a substantial part of it, I was watching something else. Also, <laughs> that was how I coped it, with my. Boredom. Was it train videos? Uh no. Oh, I hadn't discovered them favorite. yet. I hadn't discovered them yet. It would have been train videos. <laughs> well, so. Mark, I mean that might I'm not gonna tell you what it was. And please, because I've read the Wikipedia plot synopsis and it didn't yeah, help Mark. me. Just where is she going to? She's going home. Crack an egg of knowledge. <laughs> tell she's me. She's going home. Oh okay. my god! There's no portal in the bottom of the pool. Though. No, she can't just. That's just where she lives. She snuck in. She was dropped by the what's the Eagleton? What? Yeah, Eelton. Eelton. Eelton the great Eelton came it just in, dropped, dropped her in the her fucking pool. 
She dropped her into a chlorinated pool. She grew Why? up fish in the pool. Fish are famously good at living in. She burrowed to the bottom She's and dug a out fish. a cavern. She, I mean, they never noticed like the cavern. Person. So there's, there's, there's actually a physical cavern in the pool in which she grew up? Yes. Yes, that's where he goes. Did Does she age the, at normal human rate? That's the pupil state of the narf. Because okay. they burrow. <laughs> does she age at human rate? And then no. where is she trying to go? Home. <laughs> just another so dimension, Jack. Atlantis. I, there's the, a freaking the, the middle of the. Okay, you want, let's just make. We'll, no, the, we'll dive into this. Why? It's another dive? dimension, though. Okay. The, no, the, it's not another dimension. It's just the world of the Narfs that live under the water and uh, used to be very connected to the people of the land, and then we shunned them and became assholes, I guess. And I then frankly, the I mean, Eelton is going to take her home. Yes, that's like, like the, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and wow. it won't do it. For three days, because reasons. Yeah. Yeah, I think you said it right, Jack. This is better than the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I mean, those... Mark's are... trying to stir the pot right now, and I'm it's just only a little it. bit less. It's only a little bit more boring. I'm, I'm ignoring both I'm ignoring both of you. This is dumb. I'm not doing this. You're trying to stir me into a tizzy, and I'm not going to do it. He's getting there, though. Listener, I can see the ire. The fire in his eyes is there. No. The sparkle. And then, because of... The Narf's naked wisdom, M. Night Shyamalan can write a book that's going to save the world. <laughs> the cookbook. But yeah. Is that oh, the plot yeah, of this movie? Is that the plot of this movie? <laughs> yes. More or less, yes. <laughs> Fuck off, M. Night Shyamalan. Can you do that in 30 seconds, please? <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> I couldn't do it in a full viewing and reading the Wikipedia page. Look, naked lady has to hop out of the pool so that M. Night Shyamalan can see her and write a book that I want to talk about, and then so, she flies away. That's the whole plot. So she goes home. In a way, this isn't surprising, but a little tidbit about this movie, it would have been better as a result, is that Philip Seymour Hoffman was in discussions to be cast in this movie, and he had a scheduling conflict, so he couldn't he do it. Been but great. he liked the script. What the fuck? It's a good script. <laughs> it would have been so much better with <laughs> him in this movie. It is not a good script. Can you imagine if if, if uh, the whole like the the dr- the drug people the, the yeah the, if that was just Philip Seymour Hoffman, just him? I mean, that like four Philip Seymour Hoffmans. Or he not just, just him. <laughs> he himself is the entire guild. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he hell. He, yeah. The drug people I, that can't name a better guitarist than Brett Michaels or John Bon Jovi. I loved. <laughs> I love. Honestly, neat pick that they even fucking decided to write in Brett Michaels. That's so <laughs> dumb. <sighs> the hell were we talking about? What the I movie no does wrong, idea. obviously. <laughs> well, right, which but... it, we just went. So interestingly enough, we started what the movie does wrong with describing what the movie is. Yes. Um, well, and yeah. Hey, you know so, how you can make exposition a lot like. There's movies with really bad exposition. And M. Night Shyamalan started from there, but then tried to make it as bad as possible. He said, what if I do this really obvious, elongated, boring exposition, but I do it translating from Korean through the f- cell phone with a woman who's on the in the club, in De Club. Oh. What if that what if I did that to the exposition? This movie excels at like turning to the camera, looking directly at you as the viewer telling you what the story is and then like 45 seconds later fucking that story up yep <laughs> like forgetting also, that you are able to also, write this you and you're not bound by normal like narrative rules he made it all so much worse with those choices because like there's just no way that those precise words translate that accurately from korean 
That's what I was going to say. Why are we calling them scrunts and narfs if you're translating this from a Korean fairy tale? It's buck wild, dude. It makes no fucking sense. He should have just gotten the whole story from the get-go. He's getting it in drips and drabs. Yeah, that's dumb. No, that's how they stretch it out, because then they're like, oh, also, there's a twist. She can get attacked by monkeys. See, he needed to just, this is, whatever. I'm I'm trying to move. I want to just, like, marinate. We're already in the last segment, effectively, Jake. (laughs) Well, I know, but that'd be more of a nitpick, though, to be like, he should have demanded to get the whole story, and he could have woven a yarn about how he needed some, it sounded interesting, and he needed to No, but it is escalated. It does wrong. He's doing a book report. That way, Jake, he'd get all the exposition out of the way in one scene. This way, he can shove boring bad, boring exposition into 15 or 20 different scenes throughout yeah. this overlong Okay, fine. Escalate shit. it. Escalate it then. That's I have fine. done so. Yeah, obviously. Noted. The escalation has now, been noted. Yeah. And now I'd like to return to the scene with Bryce Dallas Howard in the shower. Mark, you're suggesting that there's one scene where he feels immodest speaking to a naked lady. <laughs> I thought there was something saying she's so, not allowed to speak to him. I don't think, it, I don't think it's Paul Giamatti. I think it's um, M. Night Shyamalan's sister. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I, no. Paul Giamatti. He, no men are allowed to talk to her while she's in the shower. Be, I, I, I thought that was a rule imposed more by M Night Shyamalan's wife than it was by sister. Sister, excuse me. Yes, yeah, I thought it was okay. I thought it was it a was fairy by, tale rule of Madame Narf herself. Okay, I didn't. Madame Narf. Um. But but yeah, I mean it's it's a, it is a little bit weird. We already touched on that. It's. Um, well, okay. I, can, you know what else this movie fucking we... does wrong? No. Hard. Fine. Oh, oh, okay. Wait, did we go back to wrong? I thought we'd been in nitpicks. I don't know where we are, it man. It doesn't matter. What? It's irre- much like this movie. It's all, none of it fucking matters. It's just okay, a boring just, just thing. Okay, just get it out of the way. We... For two hours. The, Jake do it has, with me. Jake do it has, with me. Do it with me. Oh, oh, with me. oh Maraca. That's horrible. It's horrible. It's so yeah, I like this I, movie. the primary <laughs> villain of this movie is called a scrunt. It looks like shit. It's non-threatening, and it doesn't kill okay, Bryce Jack, Dallas Jack, Howard when Jack. it has it fully in her clutches. Uh-uh. Oh, his clutches. Uh-uh. I'm not him. going you there with him. you on this one. You I'm got not. him. No, I'm not. Go- I'm not. Go- what? <laughs> Hold on. Who are you talking You're to? You're all riled. He got you. I'm just trying to defend the movie a little bit. Okay. Oh, it, go please. I appreciate that. It doesn't look. That bad? No, it I looks actually very bad. Look pretty good. No, it, what it does, the fuck? dude. We see things that look so much worse than it looks in this movie. I guess okay, but I guess I'm then I'm penalizing it for its eighty million dollar budget, seventy million dollar budget. I don't know how they spent seventy million on this movie. To be honest, this M. is Night Shyamalan. Uh, wrote there's so a check many for forty weird, million. There's so many weird IMDb factoids about this. Paul Giamatti says the first movie he was paid a million or more to be in. Like, I don't okay. know the history of Paul Giamatti. That's already on wax from this podcast. But that seems like an interesting thing to me. Well, like, he really broke out with Sideways, and that was a pretty with independent this? movie. <laughs> okay. I mean, no, like, that, that's where people, like, realize what a good actor he is. And that was an independent. Well, I don't think he made much they, off that. So they paid at least one-seventieth of the budget was paid to Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Okay, I mean, I think M. Knight wrote himself a check for at least 30 mil for being <laughs> yeah. Jesus. There, yeah, for like, so M. Knight, yeah, 60 mil. mil. Five mil for budget on Bryce all Dallas things. Howard visual. had to make like a probably 100k. It's actually CG. it's actually really beautiful what they made of this movie on such a small budget. <laughs> <laughs> but the okay, if it looks yeah, fine, there's the it's budget still, and there's the budget. It's a stupid villain. It's non-threatening. I don't know why it's logically inconsistent with the entire storyline. Yeah, Scrunts will follow the laws, except you know when they don't, and then at all there's a bunch of there's there's this court of three evil monkeys. Uh, that, that fight might come to punish sometimes. you, I guess, within like the next six days or something. Yeah. 
Yeah, only, yeah, not for violating the law, but just when they fucking feel like it. <laughs> I'm... When they're in the neighborhood. They get but... it on the scanner. <laughs> it's Jesus Christ. <laughs> I will say that the the that allowed them to give us the line, it is only through the eyes of a mirror that one can see the eyes of a scrunt in the grass. <laughs> <laughs> So you have to, sometimes you can only see them in a mirror, but the rest of the time, they look like a four foot high lump in a small lawn where there was not previously a four foot tall lump. They can't lay flat. It's four feet tall. They show it to us. No, it says you can, it can lay flat. But they show it laying in the grass and it lays at a four foot tall lump. Four foot tall. Taller than it is when it's standing. Somehow it gets bigger. (laughs) Yeah, dude. That's how scrunts be. Scrunts <laughs> really do be like that. <laughs> Especially JG ones. Mark. Okay, Mark, <laughs> go. What the fuck? Talk, talk do about it. this. Talk about this. In one scene, they refer to it as a JG scrunt. I don't think they do. And you so, have to say more than this. This is so disappointing. I watch, I watch basically all movies with subtitles. I, I feel like it helps. I do, I do as well. And this movie I, is I, impossible. I don't. You, you guys, describe it you're as, psychopaths. As JG scrunt. Like just the letters J and G, but it's also not clear to me that they're not just using a made-up word that's JG, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're making up an adverb or an adjective. Yeah, <laughs> they're full of JG. And when was the scene? When? What? After she gets attacked, because that's when they know it's a JG scrunt, because that's what they're referring to it. Which? Because it why does it let her go? It attacks her and drags her into the grass and then lets her go long enough, like, and then just scuttles away. <laughs> It's all the monkeys. It's all the monkeys. Dude, they're poisonous, and there are rules. No, there aren't. No, there aren't. (laughs) Not for this big bad scrunt. (laughs) BB scrunt. Yeah. And is that all you have to say about JG scrunt that they? Yeah. What would the JG stand for? So that was that's the fucking that's the nitpick I have. They introduce either an abbreviation that they don't define or in. Uh, a, an adjective to describe this rebellious scrunt, and they use it for one scene. Rebellious. And they, don't, <laughs> they don't ever decide to like actually unpack what JG is. I don't know. It's an acronym for something. And she obviously, uses it twice. It's intentional. It's they twice. Specifically, do it. Yes. Okay, you got to figure out what the acronym's for. That's your new task because you love this movie so much. It's Jade Green scrunt. Jade Green. Okay. <laughs> a jolly green scrunt. Jolly green. Oh, my bad. It was a or it runs a like scam cash now uh uh like strip mall business that's like a knockoff brand of jg jg wentworth yeah Yeah. okay okay jg wentworth (laughs) shitty scammy cousin jg scrunt i hate more it does sound more scummy i hate the word scrunt scrunt (laughs) sounds really bad word as it is yeah so go sell your annuity or structured settlement to jg scrunt (laughs) what would the jingle be like because <laughs> isn't there? I, I'm pretty sure that like yeah, called JG Wentworth eight seven seven cash now. Yep, exactly like that. that one. Yeah, they, it's just a guy going scrunt, <laughs> scrunt. It's got like a severe smoke lung. <laughs> <laughs> it's through one of those voice modulator on the diastema. I know what you mean. Yeah, you want a scrunt? Yeah, you want a scrunt? <laughs> You're supposed to get through it. <laughs> I couldn't. Do you, are you saying you want scrunt or do you want to scrunt question mark? Because those are very different things. I think it's do you want to scrunt question mark. Yeah. Interesting. I don't you, care. Can we Mark talk has about blown the whistle. <laughs> this movie. Yeah, and, and Jake has shaken the maraca. Yeah. Starts in with the horse shit 
immediately. Immediately, Paul Giamatti <laughs> throws away his flashlight that he can clearly see the bottom of the pool with to dive into a pool in the pitch blackness and then says there's no such thing as creatures, which is simply false. <laughs> yeah, no such thing as creepers is a very harsh well, intro to this movie. No such thing as, you just said creepers he in my creepers. hearing, yeah. which maybe that's true or not, no, but he, there he, are he, such a thing as creatures. There are definitely creepers. All creatures. There aren't any of them. There are no creatures. Yeah, the We're definition of a creature is an animal. Or a many person. creepers. Yeah. Have you seen this apartment complex? I'm looking. At, I'm looking at the definition of a creeper. The first one is an animal or creature. God damn it, Mark! Now you got me doing it. <laughs> yeah. It's an animal or a person, and the second definition is an animal as distinct from a human being. So there are very, very much creatures in the world, Paul Giamatti. Yes. Especially ones whose eyes you can see through the eyes of a mirror. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> and then also you can just see them a lot of the time. And then Only the other parts sometimes. of the time, they're a four-foot <laughs> lump in your tiny lawn. Good camouflage. <laughs> I, did that lump get smaller? <laughs> <laughs> I must have just stood up. <laughs> and then when he carries her, when she tries to go the first time, and he picks her up, and he's, like, holding Bryce Dallas Howard over his shoulder, and she's pointing, like, consistently and <laughs> screaming consistently, and he's running. He's not that athletic a guy away from the scrunt. It's one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen. <laughs> and why does she think that pointing at it helps? I don't know. <laughs> she's identifying that, it I think, as a hazard. I think the scream in that scene deserved the, bah! <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it really is the, like, bah! <laughs> Oh God! I have, I have ten different notes oh. in my notes here that are just—it's shocking how bad this is. My bad, my God, this That's movie fine. sucks. I can't believe how bad this actually and is. <laughs> you were putting those under nitpicks. <laughs> so hold on, going back to the very beginning of the episode. When did you see this? Not the very beginning of the episode, but the segment. I saw this in high school and I fucking hated it. And I've watched I, it once see, since like, then. I think I remember it being like certainly worthy of the conversation about like what the hell happened here, M Night. But yeah. I don't it was remember. Not received well. Yeah, no, I I Except didn't receive me. I didn't receive it well, but I don't remember like much in terms of detail. So it hit me a. There was some element of novelty to watching it again, which was kind of strange. And this, it sucks. Sounds like this should have come up in what the movie does right. No, 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 no. Because the, all of that new like nuance that you get from like was seems, undeserved. <laughs> yes, it was bad. It was all. It was bad. through the sixth sense colored goggles. Yeah, he's still. You know what? Say what you want, but it, it, whatever. He still he holds great some movies. platform. Yeah, yeah. You can't take um, shit away from people until so you can. There's so much weirdly specifically written stuff in this movie that makes no sense. That I think he thinks is artistic. Like the floors on this. Instead, like when they go to the fourth floor in the staircase, there's like stenciled, spray painted on the wall, T H space fourth F L. Like, just, like, w- weird choices <laughs> like that. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> that was the, my, it was the kid's MySpace URL, you know? Or in the MySpace.com slash those things. Yeah, in the flyer for the, the band's party, or the, the druggies party, it, they have, they're, they're saying they're going to have babies on the half tip, which <laughs> I don't know what that means at all. That's a line from earlier in the movie. They're trying to come up, they're trying to, like, force a new phrase, like, don't worry, be happy, or shit happens, or whatever. And it's or babies it, I thought it was on for ba- yeah, I thought it was baby back ribs. And after this is why you should watch with the subtitles on, Jack. I did and, watch with the subtitles on. I didn't. So then, when Mister Heap walks by and asks them if they've been writing something or yelling at them for smoking or whatever that scene is, mm-hmm. he he leaves and he says, "Baby's on the half tip." 
the fuck? <sighs> I, I think I think you'll find There's that. There's so much stuff in this movie that's so specific like that that makes no fucking sense and isn't artistic. Every apartment is so different. The interior is like not. There's no way these could <laughs> yeah. exist in the same complex. They built the yeah. It's like you know when you go to a theme hotel. It's and like you can that. Stand like it the, really is like the that. Mark Twain room. Yeah. Or the Randy Newman room or whatever. The Randy Newman room. <laughs> what kind of a hotel are you talking about? Mark I want to stay. Yeah, Randy t- I want to stay in this hotel. <laughs> what the fuck are examples are those? I, I glanced at Jack. I figured you were going with like, like geographic that. features or something, and you went with. They've got two a whole humans. Randy Newman wing. They've got the Davy the Fat Boy room. They've got the. <laughs> what is this what is in a randy newman room i don't toy know story? but i want to see it I toy story it. oh oh, oh my yeah, God. it was like woody I am aware. okay you're not doing this fuck randy newman made cool edgy music in the 80s mark he shouldn't just be known for disney stuff <laughs> well i mean but he's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> do we have anything else to say about this movie uh fuck me. I mean, I have a thousand uh, no. about it. How many nitpicks should I have? I have an important question. Almost none. Because honestly, I find so much humor in this movie. Based around this idea, we don't know the like leanings or political affiliations of the NARFs or anything like that. I want to know what the fuck I don't think you can book. comprehend what their politics are. No, the, the fine. cookbook? What, what, what is in this book that will reunite the worlds that M. Night Shyamalan is going to write? Its idea. Well, here's basically what we know about this book. Its ideas are going to catch fire and they are like scary and disruptive enough that he is killed for it in like five less than five years or so after publishing this book. What the hell is this book about? It's just like it's it's a it sounds like a combination of things the January insurrectionists were thinking combined with <laughs> stuff yeah, on Google. Exactly. Like like believe lies and shove a jade egg up your vagina. And also some of this is gonna tie us back like after the revelation happens. Uh, we're gonna reunite with our mermaid cousins, and I, I mean, I assuming I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, after this happens, why wouldn't he write a book about this? This was a real <laughs> the thing. The whole the, yeah, he follows it up with the cookbook too. Everybody, <laughs> check your lawns for a mysterious four foot high lump that wasn't there before. And if it is there, uh, make eye contact with it. So and did the Eelton drop Bryce Dallas Howard in this pool because this apartment complex is where all these people were going to live? Yeah, this is. I think it's a predestination thing. They can sort of see the fabric of who is important and who's not. And except they can't, until they can't. They they're laying their eggs on human land, and they need to strategic st- strategize. Around. Is she the child of the eagle? No, no. the okay. eagle is just a, a bus. The narfs taxi. The, yeah, exactly. The narfs get busy, and then it's like the stork, <laughs> right? They lay an egg, and then. <laughs> It is like a stork, yeah. And drops drops the stork. Except egg. it appears you get more than one ride on this stork. And then, it, yeah, yeah, then the when you're an adult, take you it takes you home. It takes you off to college. Exactly. My God. <laughs> I do, think you wanna, do you want to know how much I care? Um, None. I want to talk about the scene where Paul Giamatti does like swim down in the pool and finds the cave. Good, because I, I was yeah. He's not even to remotely hold my breath surprised. That long. There's a fucking. Structurally He's, not good cabin, uh, cavern that's directly cavern. below his pool. If <laughs> like he just pulls the drain off and he's like, and yeah, okay. At this he point, the, would you be surprised? At this point, if this yes. bullshit was happening, would you be surprised by the cave component? Yes, because he's why? There and I'd be like, why is this not a sinkhole? People <laughs> that, are that, there. This is the stupidest shit. No, at he this keeps point, the pool clean. People use the pool. How the fuck has no one noticed it? 
That because it's below the grate, dude. Yeah, he's got. You open can't the drain. see with chlorine in your eyes. Oh my god. Also, Paul Giamatti has had like Navy SEAL training in this movie. He holds his breath for like five he, minutes. It's it's and a then minute, he, and then he and breathes out of the test tubes. Yeah, like <laughs> uh, yeah, a quarter of a little tiny cubic inch of air. But he it's a minute and forty seven seconds before his test tube breath, and then it's another two twenty seven before he takes another breath. Absolutely do you, not. Do you know Fucking how Navy SEAL? Yeah. Do you know? Have you ever tried to take a breath out of something underwater? No, it sounds impossible. I mean, it's besides, so I've done, hard. I've it's done so scuba hard. diving, but I've never like had to find air underwater to breathe. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I grew up with a pool at my house, and we used to like take. I mean, we would. I'd try it a number of times. I'd take like a, the cup I was drinking water out of, finish it, and then jump into the pool with it, turn it upside down, and try and, try and breathe out of it. And the thing that's, I mean, he uses a straw in this, which is important. But the thing that is not easy to intuit as a you know thirteen year old trying to breathe out of a cup underwater. As, <laughs> is you, you can't to, get to the air. Yeah, you can't get to the air. As soon as you breathe well, the smallest amount of air, it, like, the water suction, level yeah. rises. Yeah. And the other noteworthy thing about water. how he's not doing it well is he doesn't breathe out at all first, which is critical, especially when you've held your breath for a minute and 27, 47 seconds. You have to breathe out all the air you have before you can suck new air in. Yeah, you don't need more oxygen. You need less CO2. <laughs> exactly. And the CO2 is inside of you. You could also use more oxygen, though. I mean, it would be useful, but really the best way to, to improve that. So would actually, be to exhale. The, yeah. the, the exhale volume yeah. of what comes out of your lungs every time you breathe, this is a fun fact, is actually mostly air. There's only like 10% CO2 in it. Mm-hmm. So you could really rebreathe a lot of that. But Although the yeah. CO2 becomes toxic after above like 20%. So you couldn't do it too long. But you could do it for like a minute. This was at the point of the movie where I was already very drunk and bored <laughs> Not in this like conversation. I'm moving on. Um, yeah, thanks, Jack. Why... I don't remember who says it, but at one point, somebody, I think M. Night Shyamalan's character says, I'm the deaf, dumb, and blind guy who's going to yeah. marry you. Yep. Why is he there, who, that. is that M. Night Shyamalan who says that? Yes, it is. To his sister? Yes. Okay. They're just razzing each other. They're giving each other the business, you know? Why is he, why is there a Tommy reference in this? I don't know. Okay. I It, it hit me, too. I was like, why is That's he doing That's a Tommy this? reference? Oh, the well, deaf, dumb, and blind kid, the pinball. The who? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't, I didn't hit that. Maybe that's just like a phrase that's ingrained, you know, in society. So that's the way it came out. But the is point it? is, ingrained in the point is that he doesn't. Tommy. The 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 point is, is that he doesn't want anybody. He don't. He doesn't think anybody will marry his sister because they would have to be unable to see or hear her. Gotcha. Okay. I, sure. It's okay. Insult. We're not going to get better than that. So yeah. Okay. The. That's the, clearly the, what it is. I mean, this is a, just a straightforward, normal, logical interpretation of that line. Yeah. But I was wondering why is there a reference to Tommy in it? They. Uh, they the inexplicably realize that the kid is the puzzle solver because he can read cereal boxes. Yeah. And then when they gather a crowd of people to have the kid do this publicly, he's working on it. His dad says, you're doing a great job, son. And someone else in the crowd says, shut up. Shushes his dad, encouraging his son trying to save the world. What the fuck? The whole scene is bizarre. No, I'm pretty sure you look, you, you saw that wrong or wrote it down wrong or looked down or took a shot or something because there's a line betwixt those two. The The dad is praising his son and then there's a cut to, because it's two members of the guild talking and the first member says something idiotic. I don't know. When the guy I don't know what the guild is, up. by the way. The guild is what initially is thought of as the that group of guys who are stoners, but it's not. It was the it's sisters, right? A group of seven sisters, even though they're. It only should have been sisters. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, <laughs> six sisters and Philip Seymour. Hoffman. No, just Philip, just Phil. How many? Okay, yeah, 
Reprising? Reprising? No. When, when was? What year was? Oh God! I'm so. I'm so. Oh Philip Seymour Hoffman has been dead for several years. Uh, no, I wasn't going to ask that. I was going to ask something much dumber. What okay. year was Twister? Yep. <laughs> so much later. <laughs> no, ten years earlier. 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 This was literally this was so much later. Whole decade earlier. Twister was '96, right? This was Twister was so much earlier than this. Is my point. And I think this was also previous. This was previous to Mission Impossible Three, wasn't it? Because that was another weird one. I don't have a real handle on. I, when yeah, that I have movie no came idea. Out. Now, Mark, oh. continue explaining. So, what happens in between those two events? What were we talking about? Why are the we kid, still talking about the, this movie? the guy? The dad is trying to encourage his son. Oh no! And then it cuts to the two members of the guild talking, and the guy says something idiotic, and then that dude respond is what oh. the dude is responding to when he hits him and says, "Shut up." Okay. The best weapons they can find to combat this grass wolf are a pool cleaning basket. That's what you came <laughs> well, up with? Hold on. Hold on. Because you'll see when the sisters are walking by, they're each holding fighting impediments. And the best ones... Implements. Impediments. <laughs> I mean, actually, make it given, what they, given what they chose, they were, they pretty they much were, were fighting impediments. <laughs> I didn't even notice that I said that. Um, sorry about that. And some one of them has a meat cleaver. One of them has like a rolling pin. Both of those those do seem relatively effective as weapons. Sure, a rolling pin does not cleaver. Eh, it's classic though. Yeah, and then the rest of them are like broom, push broom. I think one of them is holding like just a like a vase or like a pitcher. Vase. <laughs> like what? Depends on how expensive vase. it is. Excuse me. Vase. If it's and over two hundred dollars, another it's a vase. broom. <laughs> and then the thing they use is the long-ass pool cleaning pole. The thing about those pool cleaning poles, though, is actually they wouldn't be that bad for holding an animal back. They'd be very good at it. Oh, God. They're, I mean, seen... they're pretty tough. They're made out of aluminum. Dude, and they got people some live in Florida. Like They have the to do that like shit on the red. feet long. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get shit out of the middle of the pool. And, by the way, as a 14-foot-long grass monster, it gets very impotently stuck in the hallway for a very long time. They can't open doors, though, so... That's it. You solved it. Get it in the hallway. Lock the doors. You solved the problem. It doesn't have problem. thumbs, dude. That's what I'm saying. Why didn't they just fucking bar the door? You did it. You beat the scrunt. They didn't know where it was. It was roaring and banging on the doors. It killed a person. <laughs> so that guy's a sacrificial limb. There's just, there's just like blood splatter everywhere. People are like, where is it? I don't know. Oh, well, let's all go in and watch Babies on the Half Tip. My last note is that I think I might be drunk, but this might actually be the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> It's a bit of an exaggeration. I mean, I would it's say of all the movie of all the movies we've watched, I would at least say that this is one of them. <laughs> I again, it's arguably a movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It, wait. If we're to, it, we need to do this before we leave. Okay. Make the argument that this isn't a movie. Something that could be it classified. Doesn't as have a, movie. a beginning, middle, or end. Bryce Dallas Howard or, shows up. They. It has an end because it fades to black. Thank you. But it does not have any arc whatsoever. But it, it has pretends... I mean, it has a beginning then because it fades from, from black. black. <laughs> <laughs> and it has a middle because it's not black. Because denotatively, there, <laughs> there is a movie. We, we, we did it. It is a movie. <laughs> yeah. I have disproven your first point. There's, there's no arc to this movie whatsoever. Paul Giamatti doesn't learn shit. There was a naked lady in his house for two days, and now he's okay again. Do you think we should recut this movie with Katrina and the waves underneath it? Wow! Bum, 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 bum. I would make it. I don't. I don't actually like that song. <laughs> uh, we're not. How long it. would your family have to be dead for before you found yourself very attracted to a naked Bryce Dallas Howard? In how your how house? old is she? <laughs> Are in you this asking movie? honestly because my wife listens to this podcast? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll answer honestly. It'd be like twenty four hours. <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> yeah. 
I think I would like, I'm look, grieving. I need help. I'm grieving. If, <laughs> yeah, if you're in a healthy relationship, I think it's like okay to like have attraction towards humans. Like that's fine. It's like what led you to each other too, ostensibly, at it's least fate, in part. You know? This the, was certainly fate. The great, the great Elton dropped. The great her. fate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Are we done? <laughs> yeah, I think. Thank so. God. Jack. Jack? Uh, well, Mark, we I'm have trying to, it, trying to do the math in my head of how old Bryce Dallas Howard was. 25, I think. Right? Okay. She was, well, she's he, born there in There is a line at the start when he's like recognizing that she's barely clothed. He's like, you're just a kid. She's 25 in this. No, I... Yeah, okay, but her character. Her character is a narf! Their laws are all <laughs> buck wild down there. He doesn't know at the beginning. He's like, thinks she's a human. He's like, I bet you're 25, unless you're a narf, and then I don't know. And then you're probably two. like five minutes old? Yeah, wait, are we counting the pupil state? I don't know, Mark. I hated this movie. Let's go to ratings. (laughs) (laughs) We over at AZ Horror use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think of how Kevin would write Holding Hands. Yeah, Holding Hands is the worst. That's not where the hand wants to be. And for 10, think of how Biz Marquis would rate the legality of just having a friend. Story is the first category of these movies. I'm going to go first because I'm going to think of one for story. This is among the worst <laughs> written movies we've ever watched. Mark, I tried to get you to explain the <laughs> plot you. to me for about At 20 Mark. minutes and you were unable to do it. So At I'm Mark. giving this a one for story. It's <laughs> atrociously written. It's boring. The dialogue is nonsensical. And it's bad. And the parts, there are parts of it that are like overwritten and weirdly specific and he thinks are artistic and are not artistic. Jake, I'm inclined to agree with you that the parts he thinks are funny because of how well written this is are just an indication of how poorly written it actually is. It's very bad. It's a one. Jake, go. Uh, I, I mean, I agree that it's it's not a good story. I think that it's, I'm giving it a two because there is like a, she, there was work done here and I'm going to try to separate it from like, what someone thinks they're doing and he, what the he end did change is. the word nymph to the word narf for exactly. unknown fucking reasons. And what was an eagle? What was it called? An Eelton. Eelton. So for those reasons, I give it a two. For no, I mean, reasons. look, there, <laughs> look, it, very creative. It, it don't, a, don't, don't, don't forget about f- the don't forget about the sparkle monkey tartour tick. <laughs> it is a flabbergastingly stupid flabbergastingly stupid fantasy story, <laughs> but there is. There is, like, some degree of difficulty to doing one of these, and I'm going to give it a very low score, but not a literal one. I went in the same direction as you. I think it does deserve, like, at broad strokes, it is kind of cool to try and write a fairy tale. That's the positive side of the this is it's the cool total to like to I am a, a fairy tale. I am a sixth grade teacher trying you to like tried to write a fairy tale. usher my students into I like I can't being fail more this creative. Kid. He cried they in my be, office and beat like himself last week. Great author, you know? Yeah, and you don't want to crush their souls when they're so fragile. <laughs> yeah, M Knight exactly. can't be the next great author. <laughs> yeah, because he's God or whatever. He's had, he's had a lot more chances since then, and has not proven himself. And he wasn't ever able to finish his second book, Cookbook Two. I don't know why we we all. That's the other little thing I wanted to highlight earlier. Why the fuck is it called the cookbook? What a stupid, weird writing contrivance from M Night. The anarchist cookbook was so. Real wait, what did you give it? Time. Hold on, what you never gave it with a story rating? Uh, no, I didn't. I gave it a four. I, I think. Oh, that's so high. <laughs> I will. Well, here's middle. what I'll say because I brought this up in what the movie does right, and that's probably where this comes back in. For whatever reason, 
this does appeal or did appeal to me as a high schooler. It has to does. <laughs> and it does. I still can okay. capture that whimsy. I can I can revisit that memory. And part of that is how the story is told, right? Like the high level archetypes, they hit the points, but the like it's it's remarkable how bad they are at the individual details. Okay. But like the broad strokes hey, I hey, think Jake. Are, are what yeah. make this movie still notable. Are you ready for this, Jake? Probably Mark gave not. this a full two points higher story rating than he did the birds. <laughs> okay. I regret so much. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, Mark. <laughs> About our relationship. <laughs> I know. I, yeah. I inspire that sentiment a lot. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Yeah. It's a full two points higher. Okay, than let's continue. Uh, I'm world hey, Jack, building keep, an immersion. Hey, keep that up because I'm sure he's about to do it again with every rating category. <laughs> Just world find a good immersion, one. Our second category. I'm going to give it a three for world building and immersion. I agree. I'm proud of you, this, Jack. This was filmed in an apartment complex. <laughs> Um, and so there is right, that right, world. Right. I, I I get like I like that Paul Giamatti lives in the shitty shack, you know, like the caretaker's shack. Hey, it's not that bad, dude. Nice. That's the best no, one. Yeah, you were a fucking one. cottage. It's yeah. nice. I like it. No, I like. He's it. like Hagrid. I like <laughs> over by the dark okay. forest. <laughs> okay. Um. So that's all you know. But uh, they. And he does try to build this high fantasy world, right? He is clearly thinks high. there's a <laughs> lot of stuff going on here with Maybe. narfs and scrunts and tautartics and all this stuff, but it's all horse. <laughs> and there shit. are rules, and it there aren't rules. There are he s- says rules, uh, but it's all horseshit. I'm giving it a three, uh, only rules. because of the world he builds visually. A visual world visual that he world. builds. Okay. Um, he also uses a lot of colors, I think, very well throughout this movie, too, like from a cinematographic storytelling perspective. Jake. Interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was burping and it took a long time to fix that. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of how I feel about this movie in general, though. I, I gave this a three and a half, so it was very similar to Jack yet again, just a slight bit higher. The thing with this one is it held me in... Almost none, because like I said, for some of this, I was I did have two screens on. It was it was a movie that's it's one of those. However, the immersion that I found in this movie was the silliness and stupidity that you're kind of able to like make fun of with your friends. I'm kind of interested in what this would be like as a viewing with your friends over some beers. It might be a pretty fun watch. It would be, and I'm I'm kind of trying to reconcile that as I go through. But it this. is so, almost two hours long. Yeah, it's an hour fifty. Fifty. Yeah. Um. But hour 50, that's including credits. I looked at that, too. So it's on the lower end of 40s, probably, because there's a decent number of credits. Well, and you really want to watch the credits, too, because those are the people who work. There, that's the movie. exciting part. <laughs> no, I mean, there's a there's an element to, like, you can make fun of this movie that I think is immersive in a weird way, right? And what Jack said about the world building is not incorrect. So it's a slight bit higher. It's not much. Mark? I um I gave it a six. Oh, my above God. Average. I think it's above average. So first things for, like... I would just like to remind everybody Find this one, movie, Jack. that this made money. Like people enjoyed Mark, watching this. No, they, that the, whether a movie makes money and whether people enjoy it are not connected at all. I would argue. I would say so. Let's subtract how impossibly dumb the like story M. is. Name. There's nothing about this movie that's particularly inoffensive or that will get you pushed out of your immersion. So as long as you're willing to just like fucking go there with this insane fairy tale that's happening. That's really the only thing that's subtracting from immersion. But the insane and, fairy tale makes no fucking sense. Right, but if you're already making the assumption that like you're here, you're along for the ride. I would argue that's not what people were spending the money on. 
Uh, Mark gave this the exact same score as he gave Sinister for look, world okay, building immersion. Okay, look, you keep putting things <laughs> under microscopes. Nothing's going to make sense, Jack. You want yeah. me to play this game with you two? Uh, <laughs> We're going to keep doing it, though, We've Mark. all done things that we regret. Oh, my God, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I just, I, I, I take issue with you saying that it made money because people, like, liked it and because they were willing to go with the crazy. It made probably a substantial portion of that in the first week. Because uh-huh. it had M Knight's name on it, and because like you remember the trailers when they came out, there there's still a cachet with M Knight at this point right. that you think you're going to a movie that is going to be scary. Yeah, this was marketed in that way initially. You thought it was at least going to be some like spooky supernatural thing, and it was not even in the slightest. It was so su- I think it there's was supernatural. There is okay, but you know what I mean, right? It's not <laughs> yes. fan. It, yeah. I just like uh, just one more little observation here. The exact same score as Midsommar and three points higher than the fuck. Monster Squad. Oh fuck. Oh my. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Monster Squad is not a movie about being immersed. Silly. I'm super immersed in Monster Squad. I love that fucking movie. Well, it's that's not disproof of its scare factor. Is our third category here? I'm giving this an app. I'm going back to a zero. I'm breaking the rules again. This is a zero for scare factor. There is Very no suspense rude. to this thing. The Wolves are not threatening. They fully get a hold of Bryce Dallas Howard, and they fully let her go, doing absolutely nothing. You can trap them in a normal hallway, and they cannot get out. There are rules. uh. There aren't (laughs) rules. This is a zero. This movie is not scary and sucks. You could just say, I mean, yeah, it's not a horror movie. I gave it a one because I'm not going to break the rules, but it's not a horror movie. Mark? I actually went a touch higher. I gave it a two. Why? There are at least two or three scenes that, I mean, would... There's sp- one jump scare. One. There's like two or three. Maybe two. I'll give you two. Okay, Not fine. three. I'll take two. Deal. Done. There yeah. are two jump scares. Okay. <laughs> but they're um, like the... They're like the fucking PG-13 jump scare, dude. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of the thing. It's like for a two, like, you could, this would scare a child. Okay. For a second. Child's not going to lose sleep over this movie. You don't know. Maybe. Hmm. They might. <laughs> I mean, if they think you have to watch, they watch. have to watch it again the next day. I'd be <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do I have to watch this again? Oh God! <laughs> like maybe, maybe they peek outside and their parents were doing uh, yard work or they, something. They and... watch this movie and they start to wonder earlier than they should about like what the meaning of life is and why we're doing this. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> they spiral. They just at a very young age. They yeah come to uh, complete uh, uh, sui generis synthesis of uh, nihilism. I don't know what the word you just used was, but sure, I like nihilism. Sui That's generis. <laughs> it means it's brand new. Yeah, that then that works. Not like of for a the kids. They, 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 yeah, for they the record, that 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 piece of vocabulary is not normal. I use it pretty frequently. No, you don't. I've never heard you say that shit. I've used it on this podcast before. And also, Have I think you? that one of the best things you could ever do in your life is enter a pig into like one of those. Like pig contest. Don't say what you're and about name to say. Maybe it's sui generous. Yeah. I hate you so much. <laughs> but you. generous, like you're giving and kind and uh-huh, magnanimous. Exactly. Sui. S U E Y. Yeah. Uh, what's fucking next? Effects or judicious lack thereof? It's <laughs> oh three. God, we're still doing this. Uh, it's they're they're not good. There are no good effects. The um, I suppose best effect is the guy whose left half looks ripped and right half looks skinny, and that doesn't look particularly yeah. good. The wolf looks like shit. No, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't <laughs> we look never, good. We never nitpicked the fact that that dude would be unable to walk. His spine would be fucking torn oh, dude, into a million he pieces. he would be in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. Hundred. Yeah. 
Yeah. Jake, I, I'm giving I'm giving it a three. I agree with you. The wolf doesn't look as bad as it could. It's a three. Okay. Jake. Okay. I, I gave it a five and a half. I put it right in the middle because I don't think it does a ton, and what it does doesn't look bad, but it's just kind of there. It's one of those movies that's just there. Even like the... the not just there. The the sets are kind of weird. Like, they're, they're interesting, question mark? I'm trying to th- find the word, and I can't. They're like, they are serviceable, and that therefore leads to a five and a half. For me. Yeah, yeah. And, and I agree. The cinematography in this is good. So, good point. That's an effect. Uh, audio wise, I let's talk about audio wise. It's uh. hard to hear. I couldn't fucking hear this thing. Really? Oh, I, I didn't, didn't have the to words use very well. I mean, it's the the mixing is fine. It was fine to me. I didn't have to use subtitles. Whatever. I think the five and a half is fine. I'm not going to change it. I like to use subtitles because a lot of times they confirm whether or not JG. I can't hear something or if they're just saying. Nonsense. Or you get the JG I'm with experience. Mark. Yeah, I'm with Mark. I know you guys are weird. It's fine. Squelching intensifies. That's You're how you learn words, words like. Yeah, I, I need to know whether or not the squelching is intensifying or uh, or de-intensifying. They only use squelching <laughs> yeah. for murder scenes and for. That's how you learn scenes. words like "sui generis" is you have subtitles on. Well, no, oh, because you just they, they do not translate and most exist of them. in the world. Use that fucking word, even even when it's something people like people do use that word. You know what you do, your people, I guess, <laughs> arguably <laughs> upstairs yeah. people, ostensibly person. Everybody's running around the disc golf course saying that was a sui generis throw, dude. Use too generous in an actual sentence. Uh, I just did. No, I didn't. I don't remember what you said though. <laughs> yeah, I it literally be, used it naturally. I know, but in I, a sentence. I don't remember what you said, Jake. You'd use it to describe like if something comes to a conclusion not by reading about it and learning about it, but just like develops the thought independently in their own head. That's a sui generous creation. Use it in a sentence. Something that's completely something. My that's child, the original would be described as sui generous. That's still defining my, it. My I child, want to know that was a sentence. You're incapable of using it in a way that you would My, use it in Jake, an everyday conversation. Jake, Jake. What? Mark's daughter is going to sui generis develop the idea of nihilism when she's forced to be around Mark and Leslie. Oh, that's what you said. Yeah, I forgot. I wasn't listening. Um, and that's Mark? actually blatantly false. I, I, that was mean. I just, I don't have a child and you don't have a child. And I was talking about a child. Um, Why was I, that? But, it's fine. Whatever. I'm going to have to make a diss track now. Mark and Leslie are so nice, and their daughter's going to be just the most wonderful person. She will probably discover nihilism, though. Oh, yeah. She has to be around me. Well, also, that, that, yeah. there, That's what I should have done. Fuck. I really fucked that up. Yeah. Do, who has given an effect score and who hasn't? I have. Mark, have you? Did, did I get no. mine? I, I on, just say the on, number. Whatever. On balance, this looks good. Six and a half. This is a well-made sure. All right, like, fine. visual I movie. have no qualms with that one for once. It's going to take us into overall two. This movie That's sucks. surprising, honestly. I, I, I am honestly a one? surprised. He gave this Maybe movie a one. a one, a three, a zero, yeah, and a three. Our objectively perfect perfect rating system. He had to go outside of the bounds of it in order to rate this movie. Yeah, you know I, what? I one. guess I'm Fuck only, I'm I guess I'm only surprised in the sense <laughs> that he he was I'm like officially this is changing. Maybe a one. movie. Oh, he bumped it down. So you yep. you egged him on, and he yeah. I bumped it down. Does that one. makes sense? If you're willing to break the rules, are are like well defined rules. He broke the system. fucking rules on from dusk till dawn, dude. But, yeah, that wasn't a one. And do you see why I don't break out my microscope when you guys give ratings? Abacus. Most of the time, sometimes I Abacus, do. Abacus, you did please. that for two years after I gave that rating. <laughs> That was more Jake's bit than mine, for the record. Yeah, it was. Anyways, I, see, uh, one. Fucking this movie blows. It's very bad. Jake. Hurt. You hurt my this soul. Movie blows. Uh, I give it a three. I, it's it's interesting in the sense that uh, it's a piece 
I'm doing some hard work here. It's a little time capsule <laughs> into the Shyamalan back catalog. Hard work to justify a three. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, right? But it, it is an interesting piece of film because it's this dumb shit fucking fairy tale that he pushes into the real world and throws it out there. And it is part of an interesting period in his filmmaking career. I think that there are merits to creating a film like this. I just think that it it really kind of missed the mark in terms of of he needed help to be able to make this make sense, right? And he didn't have He needed it. a different writer. Like, this had to be written yeah, by an entirely or, different person. Ba- basically, <laughs> like he could have broad stroked it and then had like a writer make this, it matter. This movie can be matter, summed up sense. by make make he changed sense. the yeah. word nymph to the word narf. That, can, that summarizes the entire writing of this movie. They've been watching that's a fair. lot of Pinky that's in the fair. Brain. And that's why, that's why net, net to me, this is a bad movie, but it's not like it's a complete trash piece of film that shouldn't exist. That's, that's where I'm I mean, out. arguably, it shouldn't exist, but it isn't a complete trash piece I don't of know. film. There I don't much, know that I would say it shouldn't exist. There are much, much worse movies. Yeah, I don't there. know that I would say it shouldn't not exist. I, just think that, I wish that, that it would have been done in a different way. I mean, they could have gotten themselves so many more points if they had sat down and thought about this fucking exactly. fantasy tale for like. I don't one think second. this is a movie that shouldn't exist. Like, this could have been done in a way more interesting and better polished. I'm very way. comfortable saying it shouldn't exist. That's fine. <laughs> I would Mark? love. I want to go back. I want to George Lucas this thing and put like a whiteboard of exposition in the background of Paul Giamatti's apartment that just says like, "Is it a portal?" No exclamation point circle, <laughs> and then like a big drawing of an eagle. Why is I might be missing the mark today? Why is that a George Lucasing? Because he Cause went he back and went back and redid all of Star Wars in the background of the original Star Wars. Oh, Wars got it. Team. When you started talking about that, I was going back to Quiet Place. Quiet instead Place, of the right no, place. Because okay. he also didn't like CG a lot of exposition. He changed some plot points that Star Wars fans got yeah. very mad about, like Han shooting first. Yeah. Oh yeah, Han shoots but first. Okay. Jabba the Hutt in the original cut was just played by, like, literally, it was just kind of a short, fat guy walking around. It wasn't mm-hmm. even a giant slug. They that was a fix. Yeah, but he well, wasn't I mean, CG. They ended up Wait, hold on. Really? No, no, no. In the original, the original. Oh, yeah, but not scene, the theatrical Hudson the for like cut. one second. Yeah, yeah. And there, he does have a line, and he's like yeah. originally a, just a dude in like a weird costume. Sure. Yeah, I thought you were and talking then, the, the theatrical cut. Yeah, between the first and the second movie, they yeah. made an actual like physical model yeah. for Chaba. No, no, but when, yeah, when it was theatrically released, yes. Okay, this is way too much. Uh-huh. Go. You. you oh, your oh, oh score, copy Mark. and paste the same thing you just said. I gave it a three and a half, so slightly sure. higher. Yeah, okay. I felt like three and a half is a weird rating. I feel like that's probably the one we've all given the least, uh, and that's kind of where is that why you like, picked it's just, it? Is just sort of a weird. He movie, didn't pick so it. it go in a weird category. What do you mean he didn't pick it? He did. Pick he didn't it. pick this movie. No, the rating. I the three the and a half. Gotcha. Yeah, he didn't pick this movie. You're right. Yeah, you guys shout out. Shout out again to being a Patreon member. You can do this shit to us. You can really, you can really, you can really s- into a spiral. <laughs> Stick the knife in, yeah. Uh, are we done? God, are we Let's done? Let's get the fuck out of here. To whom the hell is this for? Oh, no one. No one should fucking watch this piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, no. This is for no one. Okay, if, cool. If you Deal. really need to know more about and see all of Shyamalan's movies, go for it. And you're yeah. If you're writing it. a if you're writing a graduate school film thesis on M Night Shyamalan's decline, th- this is critical. His career, feeling. his career, sir. <laughs> if, yeah, a really a really choice critical analysis. Goes He's had a roller coaster. He's an, he that would actually be an interesting thing to research and you know write about. I think if I were doing not at like thesis level, but you know high so school paper, I would recommend this movie to Jake. No, I'm not in high school anymore. Young Jake. Yeah. 
Listener, if you're well, young interestingly and you enough, think... go back to the earlier point where we all saw this during that period, and we fucking hated it then, too. I liked it. Oh, yeah, you're a weirdo. Don't lump me in. <laughs> Don't lump me in with the people that have the right take. Yeah, exactly. We're leaving. We're leaving. We're leaving. <laughs> This has been episode 237 of the A to Z Horrorcast. If you're still here hanging out, that means either one of two things. You're either a Patreon member and you're like diehard and thank you, geez. Or you're <laughs> so interested that you should probably become a Patreon member. You can pick movies like the one we just had to painfully review. Have a lot of fun with it. Go to town. Whatever. That link is going to be down there in the description below. As Jack mentioned at the top of the episode, we're donating all the proceeds to Feeding America, as we have been doing for I don't even know how long at this point, so you can know that your money's going somewhere good and still get good perks like making us watch Lady in the Water. Sounds good, right? As always, the music has been coming at you from Super Bear. Their link is down there in the description below, along with all our social media stuff, our website. You can check it all out down there. Next week, we're going to go to, I believe, Mark's last pick of the current crop. That's you, right? Yep. Yup. It's Ghost of Mars. John Carpenter's Whoa, classic. Ghost John Mars. Carpenter's classic Ghost of Mars because, as Mark said off air, it feels like a Christmas movie, so we're going to have to deal with that on air. <laughs> uh, and that's going to be coming at you, honestly, guys, I don't know when. Soon. We're doing our omnibus. best. We are doing our best. Yeah, we and are. until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some horror movies. Emphasis on plural movies because it might be a while. Until. Oh, I already said that. Bye. Cleveland Heap is a good name, and that's the best thing this movie does.